Cashback is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Hey, good morning. You're heading the airport, right? Yeah, thanks for checking. I like the car. How long have you been a rideshare driver? About three years now. I really enjoy it. Isn't it hard to make money these days with the price of gas being so high? Not for me. I use Upside, the free app that gives you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get real money back when you get gas with the Upside app? Yep, I get real cash back every time I get gas. Does that actually add up to anything? I'll make around $200 to $300. Wow, that's serious extra cash. I'm downloading the Upside app now. Download the free Upside app now to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code CAR for an extra $0.25 a gallon bonus on your first tank. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, PayPal, or a gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code CAR for a $0.25 a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code CAR. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Welcome to the Life Coaching for Men podcast, where real life meets real coaching. I'm your host, Dr. Darren Wilson. Welcome in everyone, episode number 117 of the Life Coaching for Men podcast. What is going on? Can you believe it is September We are in September. It's the unofficial uh, end of summer this weekend with Labor Day. So wish everyone a happy Labor Day. I don't want summer to end. Um, I do like fall, uh, but with fall comes winter, and I don't like winter. Um, My wife was asking me the other day, there was some sort of survey and said, what's your favorite month? And I think my favorite month is probably spring because I love spring, but then it leads to summer, Uh, even though I like a lot of the things that happen in the fall. So there's just a little tidbit for there. Um, if you have been listening and you have wondered about the 10-week mastermind that I'm going to do, Life Coaching Made Simple, um, it has sold out. It's been great, but I'm telling you what I'm going to do. So if you're listening to this episode and you reply to me by Friday of this week, I'm going to open one more spot. Just one more spot, no more. But if you listen to this episode and you've responded by Friday, that means you're one of the early loyal listeners, right? I mean, we've got a bunch of loyal listeners out there, but that means you know that it comes out at 6 a.m. on Thursday. You listen to it Thursday or you listen to it Friday. So I'm going to give one more person a chance to get in. It's going to be a great group, um, a a very uh, unique group, a lot of different backgrounds um, that will be a part of it. Uh, some that have never coached before, some that have coached some, 
um, some that have coached quite a bit, uh, but they want to continue to learn. They want to continue to just master their skills and be able to make some money and uh, help some people. So if you hear this and you thought, boy, I wish I had, I wish I had got on board, um, you got one more chance. This is it uh, because we are starting uh, the 7th. We're starting next Wednesday night. Uh, so I'm really looking forward to that. I'm going to teach live. Also going to record it. Uh, it's going to be great. So can't wait to see those of you who are already in there. And like I said, I'm going to give one more person a chance. So uh, act now. All right. This week, I know some of you are like, oh, are you really going to talk about vulnerability? That's the one thing I don't want you to talk about. But it's probably the one thing, I mean, there's a lot of things that we probably need, but it's probably the one thing as guys that we really, we just struggle with. I mean, I work with guys, you know, all week long and none of them are just like, oh, I'm so vulnerable with my spouse. Like, this is what I'd love to do. I just love to sit down and have this really intimate conversation just about life and about our relationship. Nobody ever says that to me, right? Because we all struggle some somewhat in this area. And I was doing some research this week and I, I ran a car across an article from Mark Manson and it's, it was a couple years ago, uh, but he does a lot of vulnerability stuff. And um, if you've done any Brene Brown stuff, you know, she's, you know, big into vulnerability, but, but this is not her. This is um, a lot of stuff from Mark Mason, but I loved his definition of what vulnerability really is. And he says, vulnerability is consciously choosing not to hide your emotions or desires from others. Consciously choosing not to hide your emotion or desires from others. I don't know about you, but that's hard for me because I like to hide them. I don't want people to know what I'm thinking. I don't want people to know what I'm feeling, right? I'm, I was taught you're supposed to, right, be strong and put on a strong face and uh, never let them see you sweat. And so you're supposed to be that that perfect kind of person that no one knows there's something going on with. So I don't like that. <laughs> and then he goes on to say, you freely, he actually says, you just, you just freely express your thoughts, feelings, desires, and opinions, regardless of what others may think of you. You just simply express your thoughts, feelings, desires, and opinions, regardless of what others may think of you. Now that sounds you know, kind of simple. And I've probably said that before. I don't really care what they think. And I think most people do actually care what they think. You know, um, certainly some are more in that people pleasing realm than others. Um, but I think we all kind of think it's, it's human nature to care what other people think. And I think when we get to the point where we truly are able to be ourselves, because that's what this is all about. It's about being able to be yourself and not having to hide from somebody else, whether it's your parents, whether it's your spouse, whether it's your friends, whether it's a pastor, whether it's a coach, whether it's a loved one. It doesn't matter who it is. And that's hard to do. It's really hard for me to do. I struggle in that area. And I'm sure some of you do, too. And first of all, I want you to know that it's OK. You're not alone. There are a lot of us out there and we have to just, you know, continue to grow each and every day. He says, practicing vulnerability really is as simple as just doing a few things. And that's like, you know, saying what you mean, meaning what you say, being able to, you know, either compliment someone or 
say something to someone that you really believe and you're okay with whatever they say back to you. Because that becomes difficult with us in relationships, right? We try to express ourselves. We try to say what we need from a spouse. We try to say what we need from a friend. The friend, the spouse doesn't like that. They say something we don't like. And then all of a sudden, what? We feel guilty. Or we get we get judgmental or they're judgmental. And then we get critical. <laughs> and then we get critical of ourselves. So I want to give you a few ways to be more vulnerable this week. And you can pick one or two or or none. You can just think on them if you want to. Um, but I thought this was pretty good. I was working with a, a client earlier and, and I asked him this question. And he kind of laughed because this can be really hard for us. It can be hard for people. It can be hard for any, anybody, but I think it's really hard for people who are perfectionists by nature, for people who have learned that they're not supposed to be wrong, for people who have learned that they're always supposed to do it the right way. Right? Am, am anybody hearing me? And so here's here's the first. Admit that you suck at something or admit that you're not very good at something. Admit that you don't do something well. Because for some of us, we can say, oh, yeah, I'm not very good at that. But we don't really believe it. Like admit it to admit it to your spouse. You know, when they say, hey, you know, I need blah, blah, blah. And you can say, you know what? I am really not very good at that. And then you get to choose. You know, this is all about decisions, right? Do you want to get better at it? Like, is it some area that you think, oh, I could get better at this? Or is it something that you're like, no, I'm just not going to be very good at this and I'm going to be okay with it. I'm going to give you a, a, a silly but simple example. can also be a very um, profound example if you struggle with this in a relationship. One of the things that some of us struggle with is just doing simply <laughs> nice things or simple nice things for our significant other. In other words, we don't just randomly get them flowers or we don't just randomly write them a note or we don't just, you know, randomly do something that we know they would like. And it becomes hard for us and we just don't do it. And this is one of those ways where we could go, you know what? I kind of suck at that. I'm not very good at that, but I can change. There are some ways that I can, I can start to turn that tide and you get to kind of choose, right? But when you, when you put it out in the world and you just kind of say, Hey, I'm just inherently not very good at this because I've either not practiced it, I was not, it was not modeled for me, um, I haven't learned it, haven't taken the time to learn it, then it lowers the temperature in the room, lowers the temperature for you, and then you get to decide if you want to take some action on it. The second thing, take responsibility instead of blaming others. That's kind of hard, isn't it? Isn't it much easier just to blame somebody? It's so much easier, right? And we know those people. They always tend to blame someone else, right? You blame your your ex or you blame a past relationship. You blame a coworker that constantly fails. You blame, right? We blame, we blame, we blame. When you start taking responsibility for your own problems or for your own actions, it puts you in control of not only the situation, but it puts you in control of the solution. You get to decide how you want to solve that problem or that issue, you know, instead of wallowing in the divorce that's over and blaming the ex-spouse, you get to take action on what you want to do to move your life forward. My sister's a great example of that. She has taken action. She's got a great, um, 
social media platform called She's So Single, and she goes out and she does things with without a plus one and has built this cool, huge brand um, and is really getting a lot of traction with it, and it's going to continue to grow. But she decided, right, she decided I'm not going to blame others, even though she could have. And she's going to she's gonna say, you know what, I can provide a solution for this. Pretty cool. And that becomes very vulnerable because, trust me, she's had to put herself in a lot of vulnerable situations just out there on social media because it opens up, right? Everybody's opinion. Everybody's got an opinion. You don't have to like, believe, or listen to any of their opinions. I think that's kind of cool. Another one, you can tell someone that they're being hurtful or insensitive. Like, actually say it. You know, that really is hurtful to me in the way you said that. Now, they may come up with all kinds of excuses, but you have been vulnerable enough to say, I I don't like the way you're treating me. If you continue to say that to me, I am not going to be here any longer. If you continue to say that to me in that way, I'm not going to be in this relationship. Very vulnerable. Here's another thing. Tell someone that you appreciate, admire, respect, or love them. And that's my challenge. That's my biggest challenge for this week is to actually tell someone that you haven't told in a long time, maybe that doesn't even know, maybe that has helped you along the way years ago, or maybe that you've just kind of assumed, but actually tell them this week that you appreciate them or that you admire them, that you love them, that you respect them, whatever it is, that will be really one of those things that you're going to you're going to bless somebody else. You're going to you're going to make somebody else's day, but it's really going to help you in terms of continuing to be more and more vulnerable. All right. Now, let me give you another just two things of what vulnerability mean that word is not. Okay. What is it not? It is not a tactic. I like how this is put. It is not that you're going to run and just use a, it's another tactic to use on other people, right? So it's not just saying, you know, you're telling someone how you feel or how you've got a bad relationship with your dad or how you just, you know, went and did this or you did. That's not, that's not vulnerability. And in a lot of ways it can be manipulation because you're trying to get them to say something that, that agrees with you. To make you feel better. Okay? That's a tactic. So don't do that. All right? And it's also not just, um, and he kind of just says, you know, emotional vomit, (laughs) which is really just where um, people are just, you know, saying everything, this whole inappropriate amount of emotions on someone else. You just like unload on them everything that's gone wrong in your life. Again, not not being vulnerable, right? That's just that's just emotionally <laughs> putting it out there and and putting it on someone else. No. So this week, I want you to really think about the ways that you can be vulnerable because what will happen is you will notice in your relationships the more you can talk about your feelings, the more you can talk about what you are really experiencing, the more you can share and be as honest as you can, there is power in that. 
There is so much power in that. When you can expose your weaknesses to others, right, and you just say, I don't care. This is who I am. I refuse to be anybody else. There is power in that. And when you can tell those closest to you that, and it doesn't mean that you just go and randomly do whatever you want to do, but it does mean that, hey, this is me. Hopefully you like me. If you don't, that's okay. That's on you. You can choose if you don't want to be around me anymore or you don't want to be with me. I think that is so, 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 so powerful. And I think we have a difficult time doing that. I think we really do. So um, this week, find some ways to be be vulnerable. See if you can actually, you know, see if you can actually reach out to someone. Tell them how much you appreciate them. That'll be, that'll be really cool. Um, and also kind of admit, hey, I'm not very good at one thing. You don't have to admit it to anybody. Just admit it to yourself. And uh, continue to grow. Continue to kind of polish that diamond in yourself that, um, you know, you're already, you're already worthy. You're as worthy as you can be. I just want you to continue to become the person that you really want to be. Even if it's a person you didn't think you could be. You know, wouldn't that be cool? You become, start to become and really become that person that, uh, that you want to be. So if you're interested in the mastermind, you got till when this comes out, you got till tomorrow night. So you get till Friday night. Uh, let me know and uh, I'll get back with you and let you know how to, um, join us. I look forward to that. And uh, I've got space for one more private, uh, client as well. So if you need some help, if there's something that has resonated with you, uh, this week or over the last few weeks, reach out to me, Dr. Darren Wilson at gmail.com. Can't wait to see you back here next week. Take care, everyone. Thanks so much for listening to the podcast. If I can help you in any way, reach out to me today, Wilson at gmail.com or go to the website, drdarrenwilson.com and sign up for a consult today. Can't wait to see you soon. Take care, everyone. special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.